First, Revelations, sixth chapter. Revelation 6, I've taught you about the white horse, the red horse, the pale horse, the black horse. I want you to get this real lined out real quick. And uh, now, these, of course, are fully released uh, during the tribulation period. But you have what is called the gale winds of the proceeding of these happening before. And so you can get the nature of what's about to happen. Uh, a white horse in Revelation represented peace. And the, rev uh, the red horse represented war. All right? Let's go to Revelation 6 and 1 quickly. Revelation the 6 chapter and the first verse. And now there's a lot of people that say, praise the Lord, isn't that good to see all the Johnson here tonight? <laughs> Uh, a lot of people say that uh, America is not in the Bible, in Bible prophecy, but it is. It is in Bible prophecy. Uh, and some prophecies have a double meaning. It means something about what's happening that, that day, and it means something about something that's going to happen in the future. It has two particular roles, just like the day that Isaac was being offered up it didn't just represent eyes being offered up. It also was a symbol of Jesus when he come and how he would die for us and be offered up for, for us. But in Revelation 6 and 1, all right, when you get it, say amen, read it. And I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard, as it were the noise of thunder, one of the four beasts saying, Come and see. And I saw and behold a white horse, uh -huh. and he that sat on him had a bow. Uh -huh. And a crown was given unto him. Uh -huh. And he went forth conquering and... Yeah, he, he had a bow and a crown was given to him. But now he has a bow, but when you're using a bow, you need an arrow. An arrow is the weapons. Obama was that bow, that horse on that, uh, that ride on that horse with no bow, with no arrow. He came through means of peace to try to create some type of peaceful environment. He ordained and, uh, and stood for homosexuality, abortions. And I want you to understand this because I want everybody to know it. Because you got a lot of folk, Republican, Democrats, who say, well, you know, Trump is a Christian and he's for this and he's for that, he's for that. Nobody in that White House is good. Every single one of them, including Trump, are demons. Everyone. Trump is a demon. Obama is a demon. All the rulers that have ever took any government position in this world and in this country is of the devil. Every one of them. Get me the book of Ephesians 6 to prove that. Everyone. And nobody can tell me anything different from the first one to the last one. This is what the Bible says. Now, in Ephesians 6 and 10, the church needs to prepare itself for governmental attack. And that governmental attack does not have to necessarily mean through means of war. It could be economically. It could be policy. Look at Ephesians 6 and 10. Look what it says. 
Finally, brethren, uh -huh. be strong in the Lord uh -huh. and in the power of his might. Uh -huh. Put on the whole armor of God, Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Uh -huh. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, not against flesh and blood but against principalities, but against, principalities against, powers, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Who are you fighting against? The rulers of the darkness of this world. Now we have had a little peace and a little harmony and where it seemed as if it hasn't been, you know, good, but the Bible said that you are fighting against the rulers of the darkness of this world. And every governmental system, everyone, including the United States of America, is under the authorization of the devil. God's institution in the earth is the church. Satan's institution in the earth is the government. Now, there's a lot of people who won't believe that and don't accept that. And when you hear Bible talking about praying for kings and this and that, and you hear that, he's not talking about the order uh, that's here today. He wasn't talking about that. That wasn't the authority because God designed a theocracy, not a democracy. In God's government, the only government that is accepted is a theocracy. And if you look at democratic itself, a democracy itself, it starts out dema. Democracy, demo. All of that is demonic, the whole system. None of it was ever by God. In fact, if you go over to the book of John chapter 19, John 19. Right? John 18. 18th chapter. In verse 35. Pilate answered. Pilate answered. Am I a Jew? Am I a Jew? Thine own nation. He's talking to Jesus. He said, your own nation. And the chief priests. And the chief priests. Have delivered thee unto me. Have delivered you unto me. What hast thou done? What hast thou done? Uh-huh. Jesus answered. Jesus answered. My kingdom. My kingdom. Is not of this there world. There is not one kingdom in this world that belong to God. So you can say one nation under God. You can say all this. But Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. Uh-huh. If my people were of this world, uh -huh. then would my servants fight? All right, go to Luke chapter 4 now. Now, Luke 4. In order for the Antichrist to reign, he has to do something. There are three areas that he has to take control of. He has to take control of the economy. He has to take control of the government. And he has to take control of religion. Those are three elements that he has to take control. Now, America is not just making Donald Trump a president. They're making him a religious figure. And the evangelicals have made him a religious figure. And he have used religious policies to create now not just a political party, party, uh, party, but a spiritual party. Now, first, let me tell you this now. I have no much more respect than Obama than I do for Trump 
and I have no more respect for Trump than I do for Obama. Every one of them is hell bound. And every one of them are operating under a spirit. Rather they do good for the Christians on this term and good for the other one on this term, every one of them are evil. You can't trust none of them. And none of them, none of them are of God. God has allowed the devil for a season to have a certain amount of control over government. He gave it to him. And he will not take that back unto them until after Revelation chapter 10 and 11. And Luke chapter 4, get Luke chapter 4, and verse number 4, Luke 4 and 4. And Jesus answered him saying, it is written. Get, get verse 5. And the devil, taking him up into a high mountain, mountain, showed unto him all the kingdoms, all the kingdoms of the world uh-huh. in a moment of time. And when the devil showed Jesus all the kingdoms of the world, he wasn't talking about just the kingdom that was there. He said in a moment of time, the devil showed him America, the devil showed him Britain, every kingdom in this day and in the day that was in there, he showed them in there for a moment of time and let Jesus see him. And showed them these kingdoms that he had. Read. And the devil said unto him. The devil said unto him. All this power. All this power. Will I give thee. I will give to you. And the glory of them. And the glory of them. For that is delivered unto me. They are delivered unto me. And to whomsoever. These have been given unto Jesus, Satan. These natural kingdoms have been delivered to Satan. And whatever he want to do with them. Read. And to whomsoever I and who to whomsoever I will I will I give it. Satan gives this power to whoever you want to give it to. You don't elect that in. Now I've been preaching and preaching and preaching and teaching and teaching that these elections don't mean nothing. They don't mean nothing. Now the man who's got elected says fraud, says wrong. It ain't right. And the other side said it is right. So they're arguing about is the is the part now for years and years I told you God was gonna expose this stuff and let you know that this government and this voting and all this stuff that they come about doing, all of it is cricket, all of it's real, all of it's a mess. And now they're arguing and fussing over it right now. Because the Bible says that the devil can give this stuff to who he wanna give it to. The kingdoms of the world are not voted in. Now, you may go through all those processes. They're not elected in, but the devil says, because even, even if there's voting, it's because the devil touched the heart of the people to, to pick and select who he wants. Read what it says. Read. If thou, therefore, wilt worship me. Uh-huh. Read, the all, verse. Read the old verse. Go up. And the devil said unto him, all this power. Uh, no, I want to show where he take it. And the devil, verse 5. Taking him up. Into an high mountain, uh-huh. showed unto him all the kingdoms all of the world. All the kingdoms of the world. In a moment of time. In a moment of time. And the devil said unto, him, devil said unto him, All this power. All this power. Will I give thee? Who I give you this. This is what I give. And Jesus, the devil knew that what he was saying was right. And that Jesus couldn't take it then. Couldn't take it right then. Couldn't take it all right then. Now. And to show that was truth to what the devil was saying, Jesus said when he got up, all power is given unto me in heaven and earth. Where did he get it from? What do you mean all power is given unto me in heaven and earth? Where did that come from? Who had it before he said it's given to him? See, if all power is given unto me in heaven and earth, 
Who, who gives it? Where do you get it from? Who else had it? 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and 4. And this is, this is Paul acknowledging this. In whom the God of this world. So 4 and 3, read. But if our gospel be hid. If our gospel be hid. It is hid to them that are lost. It is hid to them that are what? Lost. Lost. In whom the God of this world. And whom who? The God. And whom the God. Of this world. Of this world. Hath blinded the mind. Who is the God of this world? Satan is the God of this world. So this system that's going on in this country. It is satanic. It belong. It is under the rule of Satan. God will not take these kingdoms back until the book of Revelation 11 and 5. This is when the kingdoms of this world become the kingdom of God. Revelation 11 and 5. Read. And if any man will hurt them, fire proceeded out of their mouth and devoured their enemies. And if any man will hurt them, he must in this manner be killed. These have power to shut heaven. 11 and 15. And the seventh angel sounded. And the seventh angel sounded. And there were great voices in heaven. And there were great voices in heaven, uh huh? Saying, saying, the kingdoms of this the world. The kingdoms of this world. Are become. This the, is future. This hasn't happened yet. The kingdoms of this world have become what? The kingdoms. The kingdoms. Of our Lord. Of our Lord. And of this Christ. And of his Christ. And he shall reign forever. And that's when he reigns. Uh huh. And he shall reign forever and ever. Uh huh. And the four and twenty elders. He, he's not reigning now. He's not reigning. He is God. But he has allowed Satan for a temporary time to reign in the earth, to rule in the earth, and to govern in the earth. If God now was in his reigning, abortion wouldn't be here. If God was in his reigning, lawlessness wouldn't be here. If God was in his reigning, this whole world would function under a godless system and it's not. Because he has allowed Satan for a while to run the world, to be in charge of the system. And so for Christians to accept Donald Trump as some type of savior for Christians and for the world is a lie from the pit of hell. Obama ain't it either. None of them have been that. Now the devil will do some things to, to, to give you a similarity and an antichrist system. To make you feel that. Now you know it is heavy. It is heavy when these people have gotten so caught up in this, in this spirit that they're in. That they're prophesying that Donald Trump was to be the president and it didn't happen. You're liars. And when a man prophesies something and it don't come to pass, the Bible says he's a liar. But what God has done is put confusion in the spirit. He put confusion in the spirit realm. And what many of them felt and couldn't describe it and didn't know what was going on is they felt the contention. Because even though he has been elected president, not been, Trump has not been elected president, there's unsurety of who the president really is. And that's that confusion, but they're not spiritual enough to be able to discern it because they've been tapping in the spiritual realm illegally. Paula White is a witch, and every one of you all that's following her is a witch. And not only she's a witch, she's a racist witch. 
And I don't care if she is, got a bunch of black folks sitting on her, she's a racist witch. When you specifically call for angels from Africa, you could have called them from anywhere. That's a, that's, that's a sign. That's demonic. I say that's demonic. Angels don't come from Africa. Angels come from heaven. And if God dispatched angels in Africa, then why is God going to call Africa angels over here? Then what Africa going to do? If you call all the angels, you even try to create problems in the spirit realm. If you call all the angels from Africa, who's going to protect Africa? You try to get them killed in the spiritual realm too. You're going to bring all these African angels over here, what you're calling for, to protect a democratic system over here that have oppressed black people. So even in the spirit realm, you call and try to take our own angels and leave the country over there, you know, chaotic and without protection. First of all, that ain't going to happen. She don't have enough power to call an angel from the back of the church to the front. But God is exposing them in the spirit realm and they look sad. They look sad. They look bad. They look pitiful. The prophets look pitiful. What they are calling prophets. They look sad. And God is doing that and allowing this to happen because Satan had to take over religion. And the only way that Satan can take over religion because there's somebody got to get in that religious spot. And he has to take a general, I, he has to take the massive people and bring them into one religion. So he has to make religion look bad and has to make government look bad. He has to reduce it to the lowest term so that a false prophet can rise up to take that place. He has to bring the government system down to its weakest form so a government leader can rise up and take his place. So at the same time you see government failing, you see religion failing. Who can have confidence in people who are prophesying this stupid stuff? Who can have confidence in a pope who says homosexuality is all right? He's decreasing them. And as God decreased the church, as God decreased the government and allowed this decretion to come, then the right components are put in place to stand as an agent of the devil to unite religion into one, to unite government into one. I told you when Trump took office that God said that his name prophesied itself. Before he was elected, the Lord told me that he would be there. Uh, this is First Corinthians 15. And I want to show you the significance of where we are. Hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. 15 and 51. Now, Satan has a way that before God comes, he always comes with something similar to God to fool the people and deceive the people. He always comes with something similar. If you read 1 Corinthians 15 and 51, read. 
Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed mm -hmm. in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, uh -huh. at the last trump. At the last trump. Now, that word could have been fulfilled trumpet, but he said at the last trump. So trump would symbolize the last of some things. And I believe what you're seeing is the last of government as we have known it. I believe we're seeing the last of government as we've known And I believe that even if he surrenders himself and surrenders his position and concedes, there is a group that have already got in their spirit what they intend to do. And the country will never be the same. I believe that there will be wars that will break out individually and communities. And in all parts of this country, we're going to see things happen. And don't you get so caught up in this little black girl that they got up there called Harris. Don't get caught up. She's evil too. It don't mean you're evil just because you're white. You got some black evil people. And she's evil. She's evil. And Biden is evil. Trump is evil. Pence is evil. But now what happens is that white horse is peace, that red horse is war. Trump's campaign was red. Red, 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 red. And then his vice is Pence. Trump Pence. Pence deals with money. Pennies. Pence. Trump. So I believe what you're going to see now is that after that white horse and that red horse, go back, go quickly with me. Go back to Revelations chapter 6. And I don't have long. I'm going to give you these few things the Lord has put in my heart. Six. And I want you to get verse three. Uh-huh. And when he had opened the second seal, I heard the second beast say, come and see. And there went out another horse that was red and power was given to him. That's where we're at now. The gale winds of it. Red, that's Trump. Uh-huh was given to him that sat thereon to take peace from the earth. To move peace from the earth. Uh-huh. And they that should kill one another. And they were going to do what? Kill. That civil war. They're going to kill one another. There's going to be plenty of killing in this country. White against white. Black against black. And all of it is going to stem from this political figure. Now, it has already started. Down in Washington, they've been marching. And there's a group that is supportive. And they're not just whites. Black gentleman is actually over this group, I think it is, the Proud Boys. There's a group that's out that's, that is defending and holding up for this president in the name of that group. Anybody know the name of it? Nobody know the name of it? Proud Boys. You never heard of them? The Bible said pride comes before what? Destruction and a halted spirit before a fall. You see, 
and you listen to the president, he's very prideful. I, 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 I have done more for people. I, I, and you can't put all them eyes in there. Pride coming for destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. And you see, you got pride walking around, and even the group that is defending it, uh, defending his stand that said that, you know, if this election thing don't go back and finish off, that they'll step in, they'll call the proud boys. I believe we're going to see blood in Washington. I see, we believe we're going to see blood in all of these different states. And it is, we're in that red horse agenda now. But then after this time, I think we're going into a very serious economical position because the Bible says, go back over there to Revelation and pick up where you off, where you left off. Uh-huh. Verse 4, and there went out another horse uh -huh. that was red, and power was given to him that sat thereon to take peace from the earth, and that they should kill one another. Uh -huh. And there was given unto him a great sword. And when he had opened the third seal, mm -hmm. I heard the third beast say, come and see. And I beheld, and lo, a black horse. We are entering, we're going to enter a time, a black horse, read. And he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hand. Uh -huh. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts say, yes. a measure of wheat for a penny. I believe that we're going to experience some real serious time economically. I believe financially this country is about to go through a real serious recession and depression. I believe financially we're going to see it drop because if the trend goes the way it is, you got the red horse, you got the white horse, you got the red horse. The next thing the Bible says is going to be seriously, a real serious time financially. I think economically we're going to go through the worst periods that we've ever seen in our life. And I think part of this sickness and all part of this corona is playing in it, but the government policies and all of that is playing in it too. And if we keep the way that we're going, amen, we're going to see a real serious decline in finance. Now, one of the things God has done, he's always created a system that while the world is going through, the church is economically right. When Joseph was in Egypt, God gave to him a plan to keep them secure in the middle of 14 years of unrest. And when the children of Israel were leaving out of Egypt, God knew they were going through a wilderness stage and God told them to go borrow of the Egyptians and take that silver and gold that they had from the Egyptians and that really financed them to go through the wilderness. And I believe the saints of God need to position yourself during this time financially so that you can be strong. You're going to have to crave, to, you're going to have to control your crave. You're going to have to reduce your spending and look at what's going to happen in the future because too many of us, we spend where we are and we don't spend where we're going. And I know that you are used to spending your money all kind of ways and buying clothes and stuff and all that, but you better save and stock up for the next season because this next season is going to be tough. We've kind of breezed through things that we've always had. We've always had. Get satisfied with some of the clothing that you got and start building a stash for food and shelter and for other things. Because if you're not careful, and God allowed us to see what can happen. 
Jobs can lay you off immediately and keep you off for months and months at a time and you're not able to go back. You see how your job can just drop you. And you see how everything can go on a hold. And $1,200 ain't going to take care of you for six months. You're going to have to now get your money and save it and do as Joseph told the children of Israel to, to stock up, told Egypt to stock up for seven years of plenty because there was seven years of famine coming. And church, the famine is coming. The destruction is coming. The fight is coming. Amen. I'm telling you that if you're not careful, saints of God, it will catch us by surprise. Ezekiel talks about two eagles fighting each other. This country will be divided in two, and you will see, in fact, what's going to start happening, even states are going to start trying to pull away from the United States and create their own independent countries. Uh, and we're going to see this in a massive way. We're going to see this in uh, a, a great massive way. I see in the spirit uh, Klansmen and, and racist men riding down in the black neighborhoods in their KKK outfit just going down. But I see the same vice versa in the white neighborhoods. These men who are into all of this black power and all of this militantness going in those neighborhoods. And it's going to become a tit for tat. You go and shoot one neighborhood and somebody go shoot the other. There's going to be plenty of drive-bys. There's going to be things that happen just because you're black. And it's going to be a time that you're going to have to make sure that you get everything you got because in some areas it's going to be just a threat just to get out and go to the store and buy grocery. So can up and have you enough in for some days and have you enough in for some months because the climate is changing. You see, the Lord spoke to me, and while America is going to go through all of these things, then outside forces are going to come in and be able to come through and attack. You see, we're not used to living in a society without computers. We're not used to living in a society without phones. But something is going to happen that is going to kill all phone services for some days. And so what you need to do is when this happens, have a plan where everybody is going to meet. So if this happens and we don't have any communication by phone, then we will know within the next 30 minutes everybody going to meet at your house. So that when it happens, nobody's confused. If you had work, if you're here, if you're there, we need a designated location that everybody will be able to go. You know, because we depend upon these phones. And if you're out there in the dark and you're out there and you got your GPS on and you're driving, you don't even know where you go if that thing cut off in the middle of nowhere. We're lost without them. We're lost without them. We do everything that we do with these phones. And the whole world is at the mercy of somebody. When you put all of your confidence and all of your information and all of your activity, did you not know now that you can't hardly run a car without a computer? And all of us today, if these phones go out, 
if the systems go out on our jobs, the whole country shut down. And you ask the question then, who is controlling the computers? Who is controlling the system? And war does not always mean physically. If the intelligence and the computer and the internet system of America is attacked today, the whole country is shut down. And yet there are people in other countries who have not given themselves over to technology. And they will be able to survive when you and I won't. Those Middle East countries and those other countries who still seek to reserve themselves from giving all of their brain and intelligence over to computers, those are going to be those countries that's going to rise up. Because if we came now and was crippled, if every computer system failed today, half of us wouldn't know how to cook, Half of us wouldn't know how to start a fire. Half of us wouldn't know how to even butcher a cow or butcher a lamb or a pig. We wouldn't know how to do nothing. But there's another group that have not lived and given themselves over the technology. We have given ourselves over the technology. And I do believe that even in the spirit realm, when that phone, Apple, came out, it is a similar what the devil is doing. He's putting all of our intelligence somewhere else that we can't even function. In this church today, when we had the, uh, the computers go out, we couldn't get our, our messages out. Some of you all was on the phone, couldn't get through your phone. And we're living in a dangerous time. We are vulnerable. Do you hear me? This whole world is vulnerable to a system that is getting ready to go down. A system that's getting ready to fail. So at the same time, the health system fails, with sicknesses, hospitals overcrowded with sicknesses. At the same time, the computer system is going to fail. And at the same time, that governmental system is going to fail. Between now and January, you can compare, even not just as of today, even as of tomorrow. Between now and January, and now in the first of the year, you can look for some real unusual activity to start happening. Prepare yourself for assassinations. I keep saying this, but I want you to know, you know, there came a time and period where people were being killed in high government positions. We're going to see some of the hierarchy of the government lose their lives. We're going to see this, and we're not going to see it just one or two. We're going to see it in massive ways. Amen. I saw in the spirit a bear Hallelujah. And I seen the bear, and the bear was rising up, and the bear started attacking. And I seen also in the spirit of lion. And the Lord said to me that there is a spirit that America is under a prey. It's a prey. And you know how an animal, fallen animal, and keep following that animal, don't even know he's following him, but he's waiting for that attack. That's where this country is now. It's in that vulnerable stage now. And God is calling for the church not just to pray but to prepare. We must, and I've been saying this for years, but the children of Israel, they took the blood over the doorpost and prepared themselves. Amen. Noah built the ark to prepare themselves. Church, are we prepared for what's about to happen? So I tell you, I want you to take the words that I've spoken to you. I want you to prepare yourselves. 
get your family, get your foods, get those things prepared, get a plan to let you know if this cut off, if that cut off, this is where we're going to meet, this is how we're going to meet because we are in the last of times. And as I close in this message today, I'm asking each one of you saints of God to go in prayer about your city and go in prayer about where you should meet. Pastors, get a plan for the saints of God. Amen. Get a plan. And I don't want you young men, when you see these things start happening, even young ladies, walking by yourself, traveling groups, traveling groups. Amen. You might even have to travel several cars at a time. Amen. Don't catch yourself out there walking along and by yourself. You got to travel in groups and certain neighborhoods are going to be restricted in certain places. And so let's prepare ourselves. Let's get ready. Amen. Give me say hallelujah. Stand to your feet with your hands in the air. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you today. God, I've given your people what you have given me. God, I pray for your protection. I pray for your covering. God, you're shaking this world up. And God, as you do so, as you shake it, as you move it, God, give us your protection and give us your hand. And we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Everybody say amen. <laughs>